cliffcentral.com. Hello, hello, hello there. Of course, when you hear those Tibetan singing bowls, you know it is time for Beyond Ears and Eyes on Cliff Central. I'm Liesl Tom. I have quite a few people with me in studio, but let's start with our controller, Palesa Mabuye. Hey, Palesa, good to have you. Thank you, as always. And then, of course, my co-host, Shemaine. Hi, as always. Good to be here. An amazing topic. Well, I think it's an amazing topic because I'm interested in it. So every week I come here and I'm like, yes, party. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so absolutely amazing um, topic still, I think. And uh, the person um, who's going to talk to us uh, about it is Michael Ganko. Now, Michael's been in the studio before, um, but this time, yeah, he's going to teach us how to, I don't know, work with the pineal gland, what it is. Is it ESP? Is it whatever? You know. (laughs) Hello, Michael. Welcome again. Hello, and thank you very much. Jump right into it, Michael. What is the pineal gland? Well, firstly, the pineal gland is the smallest gland in the body, and it is one of the most fascinating subjects in the world. And it's been a subject that's been revered by all the past mystery schools in the past. But after all, that's a gland, isn't it? Or is it more than a gland? This gland is situated right in the center of the brain. And is there a reason for this design for being right in the center of the brain? And the size is very interesting as well, too. It is only the size of a pea. Mm-hmm. And it only weighs 0.2 grams. Now, if you thought size matters, this is not the case when it comes to the pineal gland, right? As well, the, sh- the shape and the design is the shape of a pine cone. And this is very interesting because you'll find it in lots of religions and things we'll talk about. The, pine- the pineal gland is actually hidden away in a little region of the brain called the epithalamus region. And this so, is, this say is that slowly, epithalamus. Epithalamus, E-P-I-T-H-A-L-A-M-U-S. And this is where the two hemispheres of the brain join up. But curiously enough, Unlike most of the brain, it is not protected by the blood-brain barrier. So it has a really significant flow of blood through it, second only to the kidneys. Oh, wow. Wow. So it gets more blood than most of the... Is most of the other organs which Except means, for the kidneys Yeah, which so, means more oxygen More so oxygen, So it can really yes. be very productive So then why would the divine create this For such a minute little pea gland It has to be of major importance mm-hmm. Right From the outside It looks like a pine cone But if you cut it in half It looks like an eye And amazingly Now you've got to listen to this It even has the same rods and cones Structure of a normal eye It is light-sensitive, and it contains similar pigments, right? Mm -hmm. What's even more astonishing is it's also connected to the optic thalami. So it not only looks like an eye, but but it really is a third eye, and hence the name of the third eye. And perhaps this explains why we can see it so clearly in our dreams. That could be one of the reasons. Another very interesting factor is that the pineal gland has exactly the same cells inside as the retina of your eye cells. Now, why? Why would that be developed like that? Okay. okay. You tell us. I mean, I it, 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 it does sound very, you know, like there's a correlation between the there, two. So There's definitely a correlation, mm-hmm. right. So, but not only that, your optical nerve, when awakened by a light in the morning, for those of you that get up in the morning, sends a signal to the pineal gland, which in turn produces serotonin, which is your daytime neurotransmitter. And then again at night, when you go to sleep, it produces melatonin, which helps you to sleep. 
It also produces an amazing product called DMT, which we'll talk about later. Okay. Now, Do you, you know what? We, we, we might not get back to that. Do you want to tell us what the DMT is? Because, um, you know, because you, yeah, because there's such a lot. So we'll, we'll get through it. Okay. okay. Right. Now, the pineal gland was revered by many mystery schools. Now, the Greeks referred to the pineal gland as the connection to higher realms of thought. The, the Buddhist referred to the pineal gland or the third eye as the path to spiritual awakening. The Hindus related the pineal as a connection to the seat of intuition and clairvoyance. The Tibetans also served so revered this gland that to this day they still practice piercing a sharp piece of wood into any junior person studying spirituality in order to stimulate the gland, right? It is also known as the Eye of Horus. It's found in Egypt and all the temple all the temples in terms of the in terms of the hieroglyphics. The hieroglyphics. So many of the mystery schools knew years ago that the sixth chakra connects to the pineal gland, and they knew that the pineal gland had photoreceptors and rods and cones the same as your eyes. Now, there's also something interesting. In the Bible, it's declared that Jesus states that when your single eye is the lamp of your body, that your light is so clear, your whole body will be so full of light. Now, that is really interesting because that ties in because there's only one single eye, and that's the third eye. Mm-hmm. So that has to be clear in order for people to be full of light, right? Well, is what is this light aspect that is being referred to? Well, the pineal gland contains flowing water, and within this water is called piezoelectric properties. It's P-I-E-Z-O, electric properties. And these are substances in the form of crystals that are able to convert sound waves into signals and into colors. Now, if you had a tray of dry piezoelectric crystals and you took a hammer and you hit him with a hammer, you would have huge bursts of amazing colors. So this third eye with his crystals produces all these colors. And then it also produces the DMT, which is called the dimethylene cryptoline, which I'll now come to. DMT is a neurotransmitter for reaching higher states of consciousness. And there's an amazing book by a chap called Dr. Rick Strassman, S-T-R-A-S-S-M-A-N, who wrote a book called DMT, and he called it the spirit molecule. It's a psychedelic drug produced naturally by the pineal gland, and that's why he named it the spirit molecule. That's right. The pineal gland actually produces your own form of of hallucinogenic drug. Right, And it's also the pineal gland secretes the same compound that is found in the South American shamanic plant, which is called ayahuasca. And some people have tried ayahuasca, and there's DMT in that, which is produced by the pineal gland. Now, what Dr. Rick Strassman said about the spirit molecule produced by the pineal gland, he said that the pineal gland produces DMT during birth during death, and during spiritual or mystical experiences. And people have these amazing experiences with colors and they see things, right? And it is often referred to as an entheogen, which is E-N-T-H-E-O-G-N, a word meaning a God generated within. So Mm. it's God generated within. So we have this spirituality, this God aspect within this third eye. And users of DMT or of this product often see spirit guides, entities, aliens, or other mystical beings. Mm. But unfortunately, DMT became illegal in the 1970s. But there's a rumor going around. It's only a rumor. And the rumor is that the people in the Vatican use DMT on a regular basis. Right? Okay. Yeah. um, 
Are you, there, there, there's so many things that you're saying, but we want to get in here and, and I mean, I know you prepped really well, but we want to have answers. Is it going to disturb you very much no, if you don't, come on. um, if you Ask me don't, if you don't go through, no, no, do you know fine. what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's your question? So, so, I mean, it's like, it's, it's a bit weird because I want a, a little bit of a step by step by step <laughs> situation. But, um, okay. Uh, go ahead then. Okay. So, it's consciousness is believed to be governed by light. So, therefore, the more light you have in terms of your system, the higher your levels of consciousness. And that's quite important. And that's why it's important to look after your system and look after your pineal gland, right? So, the this gland is the connecting world between the physical, the spiritual, and the higher dimensions, right? Now, this gland, or the third eye, has been found in many society, schools, businesses, and, and governments. For example, the most noticeable aspect of the third eye logo is found where? On the back of the U.S. dollar bill. On the top of the cap, they've got the third eye. Why did the founding fathers know about the third eye, and why did they place this symbol into the hands of wallets and purses and banks and the, and the populations of all these millions of people? If you take a look at one of the biggest TV stations in America called, called CBS, their logo is made up of the third eye. So every time the logo comes up, you've got the third eye coming up with sound and light or whatever, and it's projected into the people. The NBC logo has, has the pine cape shown, which is the, is, which is the shape of the pineal gland. And if you, and if you take a look at the Sumerian tablets as well too, you'll also find everywhere you've got the pine shaped gland. Michael, is there a correlation between the third eye and what some people refers to as the evil eye? No. The third eye is the physical eye, and obviously you have the energetic thing. What the evil eye is is where people believe that an evil eye has been placed on them in terms of a spell or a curse or an implant, a thought implant or a negative implant. Okay. Is, that is what's okay. deemed as an evil eye. But it's two separate things, okay? But it is the, but it can be in the shape of an eye because energy can take any form and the eye can actually watch you. You also mentioned about the, 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 the eye on the dollar bill. Or yes. on the, now some people, there's, there's a bit of a, a conversation going on about that, that it's, it's part of the Illuminati, um, you know, or a part of the brotherhood. Uh, so, so, what do you think is uh, was the reason for for having it on the on the I, money? I don't know, but the reason is 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 to make people conscious of it and aware of it because they're handling the dollar bill all the time, so they're touching the third eye all the time. So you don't think there's anything sinister about it? We don't know, but there is a reason why there's a third eye. But you'll also find the third eye everywhere else. You is you'll find it on. At the Vatican, there are massive bronze cone, pine, pine cone sculptures called the Court of the Pine Cone. That's the shape of the pineal gland. Why is it at the Vatican? You'll find it in the ruins of Angkor Wat in Cambodia, where I've been there, and I've actually taken photographs of it. You'll find it in Egypt in terms of all the temples, and you'll also find it on the Egyptian staff of Osiris, which is one of the most advanced people believed to be Egyptian. You'll find them in all the Sumerian tablets, and you'll also find them in the Toltec and the Aztecs. Even the current Pope's staff has got the shape of the cone of the pineal gland on it. Why? There's got to be a, a reason for all this is all this symbolism. Now, now we say we've all got a third eye. Now, why are we not using it, or why do some people get more out of it, and why do some people not get optimal performance of it? Because I believe that there are toxins in is affecting the pineal gland. 
And one of the most important toxins, I believe, affecting it is called fluoride. Mm-hmm. Right? That's Flu- the stuff that you get in the regular um, water or toothpaste. That's it, in water or toothpaste, right? Now, fluoride interferes with the function of the pineal gland and shuts down the door to spiritual connection and to the higher dimensions. So, obviously, as you said, it's in water and it's in that. Now, But it can't be in every water. It must be manufactured water. Right. Okay. Approximately 1,500 kilograms of fluoride per day is placed into our tap water in South Africa. And this is a report going back to 1955, and it can be found in terms of the Rand Water Board report. And now I don't know if there's been much more fluoride which has been placed into our drinkable water every day. What was the reason for that? Why did they start? The reason? for that was because of all the outlying areas in order to ensure that the people or the kids get calcium for their teeth in all the in in all the outlying areas. Okay, so there's not a conspiracy that governments are actually aware of this and are actively working to keep the population dormant. Well, well that is, that's very interesting because we're going to talk about that now because that was one of the things that was also used. But this very interesting thing, and you can go to the Randwater Board website, and the Randwater Board actually says here sought an indemnity from the Department of Health against any claims ar- arising from the fluoridation of water that would result in health and environmental implications. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, it's like many things that we humans yes. do without knowing the long-term implications. The, the long-term implications, yeah. right. And this is why the calcification of the pineal gland is quite serious. And I'm not saying that the water is not drinkable, that the water is not good. I'm saying for people that want to develop themselves and develop their pineal gland, you've got to detoxify your pineal gland. But it's interesting. Let's take a look at the other countries. Sweden, Netherlands, West Germany, and Hungary discontinued putting fluoride in their water. And Austria, Denmark, France, Italy, and Grant and Greece have never introduced fluoride into the water. Why are we putting fluoride into our water? I have no idea, but you know, I think it's that whole thing where you go like, okay, it was like that. The, the parents said it's good for you, so now you have it. So it's belief so, systems, yes. Yes. So, so systems, that yeah. for me would be, because I mean, we're only really getting into our own now when it comes to research. I mean, some of the, the things have been researched since, well, like 50 years ago, and people are getting answers now or definitive answers. Yes. You know, I mean, I mean, I, is they believe they can take toxins out of the water and whatever. And maybe they can take excess fluoride out of the water, but you cannot take the resonance of all the stuff that is still sitting in the water. I believe the water we drink contains other people's antibiotics and their illnesses and whatever. I mean, you can, I mean, you can filter it out, but the resonance is still in the water and we're putting it back into our system. Okay. So when you say resonance, do you want to elaborate on that? We're talking about the vibrational frequency of the water. I mean, your, is your best example is from a doctor called Dr. Emoto, and I always find his surname so interesting because Emoto relates to emotions, which mm-hmm. relates to water. Mm-hmm. And where he put a word and he just put it in the water, whatever, it would create a, a, hexag- a, a hexagon or a symbol or a platonic solid. Which had a very nice shape. When there was a negative word or something negative introduced, it it had no decent form and it had no geometric shape. Mm-hmm. So that is the resonance which creates the crystals, which which could also create things in your mind body system. Mm-hmm. No, so, no, Michael, sorry, Shemaine, but mm-hmm. but what do we do then? Because we need water. Ah, yes. Okay, so can we you, take it out? Can we take the fluoride out, or okay. can we? Decalcify. So what you have to do is basically you is you've got to be aware as to what you're putting into your body, right? And then you've got to try and de- and you've got to try and detoxify your body. And if you want to go further, you can try and de- 
detoxify your pineal gland. So if you want to look after your body is obviously avoid general toxins. That's number one. Two, try and get natural forms of light into your eyes. I mean, full spectrum light. Uh, is most people wear sunglasses and wear glasses. When you wear sunglasses, it blocks out the ultraviolet light. When you wear normal glasses, it also blocks out the ultraviolet light. If you look through a window pane, it also blocks out the ultraviolet light. So what you should be doing on a regular basis is just taking your glasses off. You don't have to do sun gazing unless you're a sun gazer, but you can just get the full spectrum light, and, and that will also help in terms of your pineal gland. What do blind people do in that case? Ah, they can do sun gazing because, okay. because you can do sun gazing with your lids closed, mm-hmm. and the frequency goes right through your eyelids into the eyes, right? Okay. So then you can do forms of meditation, which can help develop your pineal gland. You can get sonic treatments done. And then the most vital detox treatments. One, I suggest you drink mineral water, right? Is I drink, is, I, is I drink a certain brand for two reasons. One is the fluoride level is very low. It's less than 0.1 gram per liter, whereby our average tap water is seven times as much in terms of fluoride. But also, this has got a higher pH of 7.3, which means it's alkaline as opposed to acidic. So I'm ensuring that I'm putting in alkaline into my system and I'm putting less fluoride. So that's number one. I try and drink mineral water. One, I use a natural toothpaste that does not contain fluoride. Mm-hmm. Right, because and this is the part that we've missed earlier on. It is proven, and you can go and Google that the pineal gland actually gets calcified. A gland gets calcified; it becomes a bone, and the calcification is all fluoride. Right. So, okay, and what else can you use to do calcify? And then the next two important things there are two essential oils, which I suggest you use, provided that you are not allergic to them. And if you are pregnant, please check with your therapist or whatever if it's okay to use. Number one is sandalwood. That's the most important one. And the second one is frankincense. And I would suggest on both of those that you get organic ones. Because what these essential oils do, they both stimulate and oxygenate the pineal gland. But most importantly, there is one supplement, and that's the last thing you can do in terms of detoxifying your pineal gland. There's an an Ayurvedic product called Bacopa, B-A-C-O-P-A, and you can get that in the form of a powder or a tea, and that helps to detoxify the pineal gland as well too. Mm. Michael, now if your pineal gland has calcified to the extent that it's a bone, as you said, can you extract all that calcification can you make this gland soft and malleable again it believes that the cells do regrow once you detoxify it and it starts forming its gland but also don't forget you also have other energetic bodies so you'll have a pineal gland on your astral body your etheric body your emotional body and the other bodies so what you do on the one body will have effect on the other bodies as above so below as below so above as whatever but you are getting rid of the toxins in terms of that Okay, so the food types that one should then eat. Do you want to to give us uh, an an example of what we could use? There are various food types which... Okay, firstly, is some of the natural fluoride is actually found in your, in your saliva. Okay. That's, uh, that's why your body was developed to bathe your teeth in saliva. And they say in certain green foods that there is fluoride. Okay. You also mentioned that, you know, the water needs to be more alkaline than acidic. Oh, no, no. Oh, oh, yes. Alkaline. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Not acidic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then, so does it, does the, does the argument go for, uh, acid, 
uh, alkalinic foods should then also in that case benefit the body um like maybe i don't know absolutely um, you know there absolutely. are diff- different ones like uh, lemon or pineapples or stuff like that together with a green stuff. Right. The key thing is is to get your body system into an alkaline balance. And what you can do, you can take a form of, of coral calcium, mm. right, which you can take it on a regular basis. And people suggest that you take it at night because the sunlight does tend to destroy some of the calcium. And you can, and you can test yourself this morning. In the morning, and how you do that, you get those little lithium strips, and you can test your saliva first thing in the morning, and you can see actually what the pH of your body actually is. Okay, so, uh, some people say they just you know eat that food, and they they see by the way the body drops in 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 how it feels and how yes. light it feels. They can kind of gauge whether their body is more right. acidic or more al- uh, alkaline. Or or else they can muscle check for it, or they can get a blood test. Oh, how do you it? muscle check for it? Oh, well, you, well, you is, well, you do a form of muscle checking, and you, and you can ask the question: Is my system acidic or alkalinic? And you can see what answer you can get. But, but obviously, you've got to check that on a conscious and on a subconscious level. Michael, why should we activate or? At least try to activate our pineal gland. Because it is believed to be the center of our spiritual growth and for reaching higher dimensions and higher mm-hmm. and actually going back to God. Right. How old can you be when you want to do that? Ah, very interesting question. Um, and I was going to answer this right at the end. There are two nations at the, at the moment that are really working on developing their kids going for, is going forward. One is China and the other one is USSR. And in China, they're working on developing their kids. And there's an amazing book called China's Psychic Children, mm-hmm. where you can see what they're doing in terms of getting these kids developed and they can do the most amazing things. And they are really concerned about what they eat and what they put into their body, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, the other one is Russia, the USSR. Now, Vladimir Putin, I mean, this is not political or whatever, but I really take my hat off to him. He's done three interesting things, right? He has banned all genetically modified products in Russia, all genetically modified products. He has banned all chemtrails in Russia, and he has banned the use of fluoride in all drinkable water. Now, what is it that these people know that we don't know, and what are they doing for future generations, which we aren't doing, where the wheel is being reinvented? Why aren't we following that? Hmm. Lisa? Uh, Michael, do people who have psychic abilities have more active pineal glands? They say so, yes. They say so. I mean, I mean, I mean. Okay, so you can be born with, because some, I mean, this is what they're finding. Is this what they're finding, which what they call in terms of the indigo kids? The kids that are, or the people that are incarnating now are actually born are more wired for this type of thing Mm. and whatever. And that's why they had these special abilities. And that's why they can taste sounds. And things like that. Taste sounds. Taste sounds. That sounds amazing. And smell colors. And they say, what colors? And they say, I'm smelling red. So they've got other abilities. They're more hardwired. So there's a whole new generation that are actually coming in for this. So, but to answer your question, yes, there, there seems to be a larger pineal gland for people that have developed further, where they've done meditations and things like that. I mean, your best example, it, I mean, it relates to various glands. I mean, I mean, take a look at your, your gland for the memory glands. 
right? They found that the taxi drivers in the UK, before you can become a taxi driver in the UK, is you've got to be able to know every street backwards and know where everything is, and you've got to be able to know that verbatim. And, and they have found that in the gland where memory is stored, that the gland of the taxi drivers in the UK are bigger than all the rest. So the gland is like a muscle that can mm. develop. Mm. Mm. And the influence, sorry, Shemaine, no, the, the, the impact of technology on this pineal gland? Oh, well, is technology. I mean, technology can affect it. Is I call it electrosmog, which is like radiation, especially microwaves and things like that, or, or certain TVs or even cell phones like it. The use of that can affect it, and one just has to be aware of that and try and minimise it, or get someone to to actually or get someone to clear it for you. But you do get those little protection things where you can use it on your cell phone, so it protects the radiation from going in. Okay. So how how much of that means that uh, it also kind of like dampens? Is that the right word? <laughs> dampens? Yeah, where, where it diminishes maybe in, in I, I, I sometimes think in Afrikaans. So where it diminishes your vibration. Well, yes, yes, it can, it can definitely diminish your vibration. Is that, is that part of it? Yes, yes. Okay. Michael, what's the difference or is, is it the same thing? Being psychic, uh, having ESP, um, Using your pineal gland or third eye, is it the same thing? It's all virtually the same thing. Is certain people have certain gifts. Is certain people can see things, certain people can sense things, and other people can hear things. There are certain abilities, and I believe that we've all had these abilities before. But I believe either we've lost it or we've gone through something, and we have to redevelop ourselves in terms of getting back to getting those abilities back. Can we lose it, or did we just unlearn? I think we unlearned it. I think everything is with. Within us, I don't believe anything is without. We've just got to take care of our temple as such in terms of our body. What we're doing, whatever, is what we put in, what we resonate with, and how we grow and develop. And you, and I found as my consciousness has developed, I have developed more abilities in terms of that. And this is what they're doing, especially in China and Russia, in terms of, of developing the future nations, the future generations. And if you read the book on the China kids, it's absolutely amazing what these kids can actually do. And mm. they're pushing thousands and thousands of kids like that to get developed. Now, imagine what this nation is going to be like in a hundred years' time or whatever. It is interesting. I mean, I cannot think that our school system or the Western schooling system as we know it can be good for Enhancing children's natural abilities well, in terms of the, the spiritual. Well, this is why I said we don't have to reinvent a wheel. We just have to take a look at what the mm. first world is doing already. If all these people have disconnected the fluoride or don't use fluoride, why are we doing those, these type of things? And fluoride is actually a toxin. I mean, go and Google it. You'll see it is a toxin. Mm. And I mean, where where do we forget? Because somehow we go in cycles, like fashion. You know, you, you bring it out and you forget it and then you go on because there's some new fad or, or something like that. But I mean, this has been around since forever. I mean, see it in, in, in the Egyptian things. You see it in what you just Everywhere. mentioned in the, the monies. Um, so, but for some reason, we uh, have taken this old thing 
and it's now becoming new again. Why is it only becoming new now again? What what is happening that we are becoming aware that look that that actually is, is substantial for our development? The collective consciousness of the people in terms of their development and their spiritual development is growing, and it's called the hundred monkey principle. Mm-hmm. Where they and where the hundred monkey principle came upon is they had a situation where a monkey might have found a potato on an island, and then one monkey started washing it, and then just on a and just on on a subconscious basis, another one started washing it. And then they all, then all the monkeys on all the islands just started washing it. And mm. So it's almost like it's, and I use the word entrainment, where they start entraining with that. Hmm. Okay. But I want to go back to a point which Lizelle mentioned earlier on in terms of dampening the population as, as such. It's, it's interesting to note that the Nazis put huge amounts of fluoride into the drinking water, into the prisoners' water at the prisoner camps, right? And was this to dumb down the, the population as a form of control, right? Because there's an amazing chemist and scientist, and you can go Google him. His name is Charles E. Perkins. Mm-hmm. And, and here are two quotes which I picked up which I want to share with you. Is he said, repeated doses of small amounts of fluoride will in time reduce an individual's power to resist domination by slowly poisoning and narcoticizing a certain area of the brain, this making them submissive to the flow of those who, who wish to govern them. And he says, I was told of this entire scheme by a German chemist who was an official of a great chemical industry. Uh, industry and I took the name out and was also prominent in the Nazi movement at the time. And I say this with all earnest and sincerity of a scientist who has spent nearly 20 years research into the chemistry, biochemistry, physiology and and pathology of fluoride. Anyone who drinks artificially fluorided water for a period of time for years and years will never again be the same person mentally or physically. Now, this is a man who has studied fluoride for 20 years. Hmm. Right. So our dams or springs or that water you get from the mountain, how contaminated is that? Well, that's well, that would be so contaminated. But as it now comes into the actual dams, and then when it gets pumped into the into the various reservoirs or whatever, and chemicals are added into that, that's when it becomes toxified. Oh no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean but the, those that go that get there. It's just you know, like you can buy spring water from I don't know, Brudersdorp Farm. Yes. Oh, that's. Is I mean, that, that's absolutely is wonderful. Is that perfect? Oh, that's absolutely wonderful. Yes. All right. And you can test it, and they've got all the right minerals and everything, and, and the fluoride is very high. All the water you just everything, getting. And the pHs, and it's absolutely wonderful. And you'll find that some water is actually softer, and some water is harder. That has to do with the pH level as well, too. And well water in general, because you know there are still some people who use wells. I mean, I know of people who still. Use wells. I have family who still use a well. You know, so what's that all about? I mean, it, depending on the frogs, you know, sometimes the well, frogs are like, frog. I also need some water. Well, it depends. <laughs> so on, if it's dry. Well it, <laughs> is, well, it depends on the purity of the water. That's basically okay. what that boils down to. Okay. So. The thing that I wanted to ask you as well is, you know, there's a, a whole awakening happening. Now, this pineal gland, um, depending, say you do your food uh, properly, you leave that fluoride, uh, you leave the acidity in the body, um, you, you, you decalcify um, and you meditate or whatever. Can then can it happen spontaneously that your pineal gland can just go like, oh, my God, I'm so psychic. Here I am. I know the answers. 
I'm sure it could, but I also believe that what you have to do, you've got to deal with your own stuff, mm-hmm. which means you've got to change the frequency of your non-coherent beliefs and thoughts, which are blocking things. Mm. And as you change that frequency, because remember, energy is everything, and everything is energy, and every thought and words contain energy. And as you start working on your stuff, you get rid of all the negative stuff. And as your body and your system becomes purer, you, these abilities have to come back to you. And what else can you do to – are we talking about activating our pineal gland or reactivating? Well, it, well I think it's reactivating. So do I. Is, I think mm. it's reactivating. You could have sonic treatment. You could have alpha waves or theta waves projected into you. And there's actually a doctor, and I'm just trying to think of his name and – and forgive me if I don't have the correct spelling. I think his doctor, he, well, he produced the God Helmet. I think it's Pearson or Pearson. And he produced what is known as the God Helmet. And what he did is he had a, he, he had this helmet and he could project electromagnetic, electromagnetic frequencies into certain parts of the brain. And when he projected it onto the pineal gland, these people had mystical experiences. Mm-hmm. So you can reactivate it. Hmm. Yes, and once you stimulate it and it gets more oxygen and, and whatever, and if everything is right in your body, things have to enhance itself. And then what? Well, then we just go into higher and higher levels of hmm. consciousness. Do you think there, there comes a point where we actually start losing our physical form then and go to other dimensions? Well, there, there is talk about that, and you can look. And you can read about that in terms of rainbow bodies, which also happened in Egypt and things like that, where they practiced certain things and the body became a rainbow color and actually left the actual physical body. And there are certain Buddhists that actually practice that as well, too. Are you, are you talking about that where you sit and you, you travel, astro travel? Is that no, what you kind Yeah, of no, that's alluding. astral traveling. Okay, but it's I'm not talking the same about thing. people actually leaving the body and going and seeing a rainbow form actually leaving. Oh, right. You mean leaving the body here on earth and just going. upping and going yes, without and saying, listen, going, I'm yes. off. Last breath. Yes. Nothing dramatic like that. Just. I'm um, poof, gone. Aladdin. <laughs> and the best time to do it is when your credit card is full. <laughs> wow, that I, I have I have not heard of that, but that 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 is a okay. new one to me. Where you go? Okay, search rainbow bodies and do some research on that. Okay, so how can we implement using say say this the uh, this I don't know what you call it. Okay, how can how can we learn on a day to day basis how to implement this? The, the the pineal gland. Yeah, and and then also what the the benefits are, you know, other than just on a spiritual level, but on a well, day-to-day basis. Well, you will basis. feel it once you do things like uh, trying to avoid as many toxins in your body, trying to detoxify where possible, you know, doing the right thing, drinking the right water, doing forms of meditation, is having treatments done and whatever. You'll start feeling lighter in terms of your consciousness and you will reach levels of higher awareness and consciousness mm-hmm. you also because the, this for the physical body does help with the sleep and so on which makes you then happier so That's would it also yes, yes would, would that also Absolutely. if you start practicing your muscle your or gland is exercising your <laughs> gland well it releases more of the serotonin so you'll yes. sleep better uh, no, the serotonin is your daytime neurotransmitter. No, your the, melatonin is your nighttime transmitter. I, I know, but you know, if you get that sleep, yes. say it peaks and you get that sleep, so that doesn't that make you happier or less grumpy or? Well, it should, yes. I mean, if you, I mean, if you've had a good night's sleep, yes. Yeah, because I'm, th- I'm thinking especially for people who are terribly stressed, which is all of us. Yeah, I think so in, if you can in, in this day and age, <laughs> that would be all of us. Yeah, so if you can learn to activate that little 
um, gland, then, you know, sleep patterns might... Well, it will make you more conscious as to what's happening, and it will help you to keep your coherence. So you become more aware of things, and you try and keep balanced is such. Mm. Is, I think balance is the right word. How has it helped you in your day-to-day life? Having it's helped me to grow and develop. I I have had one or two mystical experiences, whatever. But it's just helped me to reach higher levels of consciousness. Now the, the problems with levels of consciousness is, is that people can't always see a higher level of consciousness. Mm. As you can say, well, I can't see myself reaching a higher level. But when you're at a higher level, you can look down. You can say, well, I used to be at that level of consciousness, but I no longer do that. Is I no longer put that into my body. I no longer think that way. So you can see the lower level of consciousness, but you can't always see the higher level of consciousness until you actually get there. So it's in retrospect? Yes. Okay. Does it work with the way you relate to beings as well and animals and well, I believe everything is energy. I mean, mm-hmm. this bottle, this table, this microphone, we can break it down today. And, and with the microscopes that we have, you can actually see the energy molecule movements in everything. Everything is energy. Uh, th- I mean, that's why you should be talking to your car as well, too. I do. And, and talk to your computer. Oh, yes, I do. Yes. And does your car answer you? <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> uh, uh, one, two, two, two. <laughs> Michael, I'm fascinated by this DMT that you spoke this DMT about. DMT the spirit molecule I, is I truly suggest you read the book. Yeah. I always had this idea that God, source, whichever label you want to put to the ultimate being, created hallucinogens for us to get closer to, if I use the term it, it's with deep respect, it's because it's gender neutral. But, but I always thought that drugs, that was why we have drugs. Absolutely. That is why to uh, to actually open up your senses so that you can see more and get in touch with that. But the problem is that if you are, are not protected or if you're not strong enough, you also open it for negative stuff to to actually mm. come in. Mm. So, but yes, so is, I believe it was developed because if you read in his book, they had lots of experiences of seeing mystical guides and people and things like that. And that is also why, you know, I first came across this, this, this idea because the, the, the indigenous healers or the shamans uh-huh. all used some kind of a, an hallucinogen well, to connect a, with source. That's the ayahuasca, which contains the DMT. Right, and contains a lot of DMT, mm, mm. and that's why people use it, and that's why they had these wonderful experiences. So, you guys are talking about drugs now, but there are synthetic ones out on the market. You want to talk about that and the influence on, you know? I don't know if they've produced a a synthetic DMT as such, and I don't think they ever will because it is a national product. Mm-hmm. But in terms of synthetic drugs. Um, I've had dealings with people It can affect them negatively, yes okay. I mean, one needs to have an experience And have a conscious experience In terms of reaching higher dimensions And seeing things as such But you don't want to have to become addicted to something Where it has a negative effect on, on your body and your consciousness And at the same time drawing in negative spirits Or demons or entities to you So there's a very fine line that you walk there mm-hmm. So when you, when you start activating your pineal gland Should you be under supervision? Well Yes and no. I mean, I mean, you can get guidance as to what you need to do in terms of your meditation, all the things that you want to do, and the right food you need to eat in order to balance yourself and whatever, and get to supervision as to what you want to do in terms of any modality, in terms of a sound frequency that you want to put in, or what you want to do. So yes, get the right supervision. The wheel has been invented already, so just go to the right people in order to sort of get the answers. 
Hmm. Are there schools in South Africa that can uh, help you with that? I'm not aware of any schools in South Africa, but but overseas there are schools. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I've I've yeah, like you say, I've seen little people do amazing things, and I go, wow. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I don't think the end result is to do uh, amazing things. I think the end result is, is to become truly who you are, truly meant to be, and mm-hmm. realize that you are an aspect of everything, and that you are all one, mm-hmm. and that we are all part of the God dynamic eventually. And mm-hmm. come back to that. That mm-hmm. is, I believe, is the true end result. Mm-hmm. But uh, also, the way they behave is exactly what you are saying. You know, their behavior is in line with what. The, the, the thing is supposed to do. They are amazing. So other than the amazing things that they're doing, well, they're, they're very conscious, you know. Well, they're very conscious and mm. they can do things and they start working with energy. That is the, that's why they can move things. We say, mm. we say shifting energy and their focus is on that. Mm. And, and that's why the Chinese and, and whatever in terms of the kids, they've got them focused on this 24 hours a day. Right, so they are developing at such a fast rate because their focus is on that. But we spend too much time on, is on, on our work, on our worry, and doing other things, and not enough time in terms of our growth and our development, which I believe is our sole purpose, which is to grow and develop and reach higher levels of consciousness. Do you think our uh, pineal gland can help our brain function optimally to the point where it can go a hundred percent? Yes, I don't see why not. Okay. It's time to wrap up. And uh, I actually just want to ask you, I mean, you, you gave a very uh, deep last thought, but uh, I was going to ask you for your last thoughts. You've already given that, unless there's something else you'd like to add. No, I hope I've answered that question for yes, you. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Because, I mean, it gives me the impetus to go and say, like, um, you know, work that little thing that's in the middle of your brain and see where you can go. It's a scary thought, but, you know... Um, Yes, it's an answer. Very interesting, very interesting gland that. Okay, Michael, thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for sharing with us. Yeah. Okay, Lee, I'm on and off. Thanks, Palisa. You've been great as usual. I'm Shemaine Harris. Bye bye. From me, Liesl Tom. Have a good day. And from Michael, bye bye. Bye. (laughs) Cliffcentral.com.